So are you waiting on your dream job or are you in your dream job only to discover it's a nightmare or are you in a job that you thought would be a nightmare, but it's really not so bad and may have actually turned into your dream job. We're going to unpack all of that in this episode of the Jim's Toy Box podcast, as well as I've got a big favor to ask of you guys a little bit later in the show. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. Greetings and salutations to all of you mighty fine folks who are taking the time to allow me into your ears with this podcast, the official Jim's Toy Box podcast. I am Jim Bumgarter, and I genuinely, truly, sincerely thank you for tuning in, downloading, however you want to phrase that. I just slapped the microphone stand. Hopefully that didn't mess anything up. Anyway, I do, again, hope you're all having a fantastic day and going to go straight into it because, boy, it's kind of funny. If you visited Jim'sToyBox.com, you'll see the latest post up there as far as a blog entry is i'm talking about the world of work and how things have changed so much or seems to have when it comes to the way people value or don't value the dignity of work and that of course is it's just a direct impact of what happened since march 2020 uh the arguments the debates you can go back and forth any way you want when it comes to so many places being shorthanded now well, the question is where do the people go that's a whole other discussion isn't it but the ones that are there, you know, at one point over the span of the past two years, I saw people getting tired. The ones who were still working the fast food joints, the convenience stores, the retail places that were deemed essential, I saw them get tired. But then I saw some of them just disappear. Or did I see them disappear? No, I didn't really watch them evaporate. But you know what I mean. Anyway, they're gone. And they've been replaced with some other folks that, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but they're just, they're not in the game. You know, it's like that, that service with a smile thing. And I understand I have been in plenty situations to where to smile when a customer is just crap. And let's be honest, you know, the customer isn't always right. Uh, and sometimes people are just rude and hateful, but you, you know, you can suffer through it nowadays though. It doesn't seem as well. But anyway, I don't want to harp on that right now. Go to the blog, jimstoybox.com, and you can click on that to check out that blog. We may go into that further later on, but it's kind of funny because uh, starring in that particular blog, uh, I use the characters from Kevin Smith's Clerks, Dante and Randall, that were produced a few years back from Diamond Select Toys. Anyway, uh, just some funny little scenarios that I put together there for you. So, and again, just to remind everyone, Jim's Toy Box is not just about action figures and collecting and such. It's about my own personal expression. And I use these toys because they inspire me on different levels. Some things are about connecting with, you know, memories, the nostalgia aspect of it. Other things are because they connect me closer to a property that just really means a lot. It's sort of like they're like a physical representation of say a song, you know, or the way a song will take you to that different place in time and connect you with the movie or an event or a date or a memory of some sort. Anyway, that's the way. And, and I use those inside of the blog, be it with uh, photos with silly little word bubbles or with videos. I don't really care to do reviews so much anymore because 
you know, unless something is just crap and I want to give you a heads up that if you buy this, it's going to break. So be careful where you put your money. And, uh, and I don't even like to rant on that so much other than just give you a heads up of my experience, but other, if everything else is just a matter of your own personal taste and buy and collect what you like, it's that simple. Social media, however, uh, has put such a wedge in that, that I know personally, I see, I experienced that and I shamefully admit that I, 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 was involved in a lot of those stupid arguments, debates, not even discussions, uh, but just arguments and, and pettiness that came along the way in inside of the collector's community. It was so stupid. And why I'm really glad I'm out of social media on the whole, like I say, there's only one social stream that I'm relatively active in, and that is the Activate Humanity uh like well, I guess a social media site, you can go to the app store, look up activate humanity. I'll try to get the link into the episode description. Uh, and now I will also candidly say to you, I did start a Twitter account. Um, now that Elon Musk bought it, it's not that I have like all this faith in free speech. Thanks to Elon. No, I my, uh, my flags are still up on what's going on with all of this. And we will talk about that another time because I don't get too far off there, but I just wanted to say that just for the sake of disclosure that I did start a new Twitter account, Jim's toy box, 2022. If you want to follow me over there at Jim's toy box, 2022, I am so ignorant to Twitter long before all of what's happened in the past few years, uh, because I just didn't need it. Well, it didn't have a purpose for that particular outlet, but I want many wanting to watch the crowd and see what's happening over there. I know I'm not going to go back to Facebook because I know what's happening there and I don't want any part of that, but I do like social interaction and I do like being able to spread the word on projects that I'm working on, which we're going to get to at the end of this that I really need you guys to take a listen to and take a look at. Um, so activate humanity is a great one. I love those guys over there because, uh, the, the discussion is what it is, but the main thing is, is the people discussing, they have a respect for one another, even if they disagree. And that's nice. It's very, very refreshing. So anyway, but back to the topic at hand, when it comes to the world of work, uh, I'm going to actually take a quick break. Let me roll this spot from anchor. Please consider pod. If you're considering podcasting, please consider anchor. And I'll be back right after this. Well, that was quick and easy, and we're back. Once again, welcome to Jim's Toy Box Podcast. It's funny, you know, it's like I'm, I'm in such an old-school mindset of doing these breaks and then coming out like you don't know where you are. It's not like you hit the button when <laughs> you're scanning the dial. I don't know. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. I'm talking about a dream job, and is your dream job, did it turn into a nightmare, or is it where you are right now, and you realize that it's, you know, you just took the gig just because. You know, like, well, I need the cash and so on okay now the reason that this one came to mind is that over the span of the last you know, a little over two years now i've been working with a fellow i've known for many years uh who's into sports and when i say into sports i mean that's that's his field he does sports stuff he does sports recruiting and college prep for kids things like that mainly looking at post-secondary kids who don't well, well they, they, they screwed around in high school or they didn't quite do very well in the first year or so of college. Uh, had a lot of athletic prowess, but academically they 
they struggled or suffered or just dropped the ball. Anyway, he's worked with them for very many years to or worked with those type of kids for years in helping them get back into school and do, you know, use their athletic prowess to get scholarships at uh, community colleges, things like that. And then some of them have went on to bigger, better things. A lot of them, actually, because it's one of those things where when you get the opportunity for a second chance, you get it. Uh, speaking of which, if you'll notice in the podcast description, there is a link. There'll be a link on jimstoybox.com where we worked out a deal to where on the production side of things, I'm helping him produce a new mini series that is going to talk about that story and focus on those legends, if you will, from the world of athletics from different areas. Uh, our first focus is in Louisiana, but that, you know, they... They had a more stellar career than most people realize, but then following that career, be it collegiately or professionally, they went back into the quote unquote real world and have done very well from themselves because they got the opportunity for a second shot. And that's what his mission is and continuing to do. And so anyway, take a look at that link, uh, share it with your friends. And if you can see the, what the help that can be given to folks you know, do it. Okay. I, I'd appreciate it. That's it. Because again, it's one of those things, getting attached to something bigger than yourself for the hope of helping other people is great. Back to the dream job aspect of this in sitting down and working on some of the, uh, the video elements and the promotional elements and things it got me thinking when I was very young in my career of radio, that when you when everybody goes in at first, it's all about being, you know, that rock jock, man. Well, back then anyway, and then we're talking about the late eighties, early nineties, you know, you want to be that rock jock and that was going to be the thing, man. You not necessarily going to be the next Howard Stern, but you wanted to be up there, man, saying what was on your mind, spinning those, those rock and roll tunes. And, you know, it was funny because the reality came in very hard, fast and furious from the fellow who taught me everything I know about radio is doesn't matter what you're spinning. It only matters if you're getting paid. So you can want to be a rock jock all day long, but if it's the country station or the gospel disco station, you take the gig. And, you know, I was thinking about that because it's such a true thing. I know early in, in my career, I would, I jumped at the first opportunity I got, which was at an overnight gig at, um, I guess you'd call it, it was like a, like a soul station. If you want, there's nothing wrong with that. I love soul music, but it was a terrible, terrible gig. I mean, it was to the point where number one, the overnight shift, no problem. Love overnights. The overnight audience is probably one of the most dedicated because those folks, and you're probably one of them. If you're listening to this podcast in the wee hours of the morning, you're listening because you want to, not because you have to, not because you're stuck in the car in a drive time. You're actually listening to the radio because you want to listen to the radio. And, and that's a, there's a relationship that builds between an on-air personality and the audience that you just can't beat um and <laughs> just fine but now how, why why do i say it was bad well the location was terrible the facilities were were sketchy at best and uh the biggest thing was payroll man the checks would bounce if we even got one <laughs> it was like the the worst darkest side of the old tv show wkrp in cincinnati but it didn't stop me didn't derail me and then i moved on to to the bigger stations that you know were news talk which is funny where we are right now uh because talking about where my dream job would be well at its core my that my ultimate hope would be able to build a podcast that can offer enough entertainment and inform information value 
to you, the listener, that you'd be like, yeah, I like listening to this guy. I'll tune in and tune in every day. Well, I got to produce a podcast every day to do that. Can I do it? Absolutely. I can talk until the end of time, but I want to make sure that what I say matters because otherwise I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm pontificating on things that are just either the echo chamber now or, you know, I don't know. It's funny. It's a wall that I'm, I'm fighting through as we speak. Uh, but the other thing about a dream job from my perspective is when you do get the opportunity to see someone else's vision come to life. And that's been the thing over the past decade of mine that I've enjoyed, that I enjoyed the most about being in television is that in a small town, middle of nowhere, if you will, um, got me, it gave me the opportunity to work with a lot of businesses and organizations to help them get the word out for what they do. And there was so much satisfaction in that. And some of the stuff turned out to be pure gold. It was fun. It was funny. It was impactful and it worked and other things fell flat, you know, but, uh, you know, it's like, I wouldn't want to go back into that realm of things because, and this is terrible on my part, mainly because of the politics involved in everything right now. It's like even in really putting pen and paper to a podcast and trying to figure out, okay, where, you know, what I'm going to do, you know, I don't care to, again, to pontificate on what everyone else is pontificating on is boring, drab, and droll to me. I have an opinion like you have an opinion, but does my opinion benefit you in a productive manner? I don't know. I can't speak for you, but I do know that to debate is wonderful. It's healthy. We need that. But just to beat the drum of what everyone else is saying is just pandering for listeners. And I don't want to do that. I want to do something that brings you substance. And that's why if you follow this podcast, since I started it, you know, it seems like I've been like shifting gears left and right and left and right. And I have, because again, I'm looking to find a way to add value to your ears and then take them from your ears and go into your life and do something good with it. So that's where it came to thinking about the dream job aspect of things. And I would love to hear your perspective on that. Do you have your dream job now? Are you struggling to find it? Are you caught in a nightmare situation that sounded like a good idea? Um, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've had plenty of those myself. I mean, I think, but at the same time, I don't really look at it that way either. There's only been a few instances, very, very few, maybe even just if I said a couple one that comes to mind that appeared to be a great opportunity, not necessarily a dream job, but in my dream career, once again, radio back in the day, that turned into an absolute nightmare. The company that I went to work for, they they were ambitious, but ambitious in a manner that was fueled by ego and pride and a whole lot of greed. And I don't do good in those environments. I don't like it at all. I just don't. It's like... I appreciate this microphone and I appreciate every single one of you on the other side of this microphone who are taking the time to listen because I understand how valuable your time is and I'm not slip chewing records and, and helping you dance the night away or get you through a broken heart with that super sad song that just makes you feel a little bit better. I'm not doing that in this platform, mainly just because the way copyright work, copyright laws and music licensing works now is just too confusing. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this thing grows. But I do know that you've got to keep moving forward with whatever it is you're pursuing. And that's what I'm doing here. Um, and I hope you'll you'll join me in this journey because again, I do my I want to do my best 
every podcast to bring something to you to the table that either uh, you were more curious about, you didn't know anything about, you wanted to learn about, um, or just get you thinking from a different perspective on certain things that don't involve the <laughs> the three things that were never really that were frowned upon in polite conversation: politics, religion, and sex. Uh, you know what? It's funny how that is all that is in the public discourse now, politics, religion, and sex. And in this particular medium of podcasting and video casting on YouTube and things like that, that's all that seems to be going on on the whole, not everything. You know, it's like, I, you know, I get a kick out of Joe Rogan from the perspective that he'll, um, he'll tackle a subject, have a guest that involves one of those three elements. And then, then the next thing is like a pure entertainment thing, talking to someone from the MMA field or some other specific genre thing that's, you know, focus more on the, the entertaining and information aspect. So I don't know, I'm trying to figure this thing out because I would love this to be the dream job. And speaking of which, um, you guys are helping with that so much in regards to when you click through on the ads, be it the one for anchor, or if you come to jimstoybox.com and you shop in any of the ads that I have there, uh, that helps tremendously. I mean, the money is not like, it's like, woohoo, I got that Joe Rogan money. No, not at all, but it's growing. And I appreciate that so very, very much. And I, I really can't stress that enough because I understand the, I understand the extra effort that you guys go through in doing that. And, um, it means the world. And it also does show that you are, um, you're, you're digging what I'm doing and that will continue to fuel me more than anything else. And all I got to do is just keep working towards earning that, that trust and respect from you guys that in turn will allow you to trust me to when I make a recommendation for you, which one I do recommend for you right now on the, on the blog is L uh, Cassandra Peterson's, you know, tr yours cruelly Elvira. And that autobiography there, it's a, I did the audible version and it, mainly because, you know, that type of book, because it's a tell all more than anything else. And I'm not going to get into any of the particulars, no spoilers for me. There's no spoilers in the review that's coming up here probably later this afternoon of Friday, April 29th. Uh, that I'm going to put out, but I don't want any spoilers in there because there's a lot in there. And I know the talk's already out there online, of course, about some of the big reveals and the name dropping that she did in the book. But I liked the uh, the ability to listen to her tell her story. Now, when it comes to the validity of every element in there, it's a crapshoot, right? Uh, but I don't see a reason for her to lie at all. And most folks who write these type of autobiographies, you're, I mean, you're putting when you write an autobiography, you are putting all of your skin in the game because you're exposing yourself tremendously. It's just like podcasting, I guess and blogging and depending on the direction in which you're going and connecting with an audience. Um, but I don't know. I, I found it a very interesting read. It was nice with her voice being the one to tell her story. I really liked that a lot. Not to, not to discount the guys and gals who get hired to do audiobook narrations. I'm looking into that myself, but you know, it, it's nice when it's the author who is speaking. And so and in that, I could recommend it on that alone. If you're a fan of, show business if you're a fan of elvira easy enough cassandra peterson herself um and pop culture of the 60s 70s and 80s you get a really good insight one insight that before the pop culture aspect of her life kicked in when she describes her life in the 1950s and the way the 1950s america was and that perspective and the one that we've all we've all grown up with at this point, even if you're like Gen Y Z or whichever one is the, the current one, 
even if you grew up now with uh, you're further removed from what we Gen Xers had in regards to reruns on television that painted the picture of the 1950s and then into the 60s. Um, It's nice hearing that real world approach. Again, I was born in 73, so didn't get the opportunity to really experience the 50s. But I love anything that can help paint the picture that can correspond with what I believed it looked like and what it was. I don't know. I just, I find that stuff fascinating. So uh, again, check that out. But again, the dream job, that's the thing that I'm really pondering today. And I would like to know your perspective on that. Do you have yours? Did yours turn into a nightmare or did the, you know, the, the job you took because you needed a gig turn into a dream job? You know, I'll share one quick story about that when it comes to, and it wasn't an, uh, going into a nightmare situation at all, and it wasn't a dream situation at all. It was a matter of, I needed a job at the time, and this was back in 2006. Uh, everything's a long story, so I don't want to go into all that. Long story short, though, is I was taking a break from everything that involved the world of broadcasting and freelancing. I was taking a break. I do that from time to time because you just... Things happen in my head that makes me just say, okay, I got to walk away. I got to do something different. Sort of that Einstein as in the in the post office thing or the patent office, excuse me. Or you just got to step back and, and just do something different, kind of clear your head. Well, I had done this in 2006 up in Branson, Missouri, and I wound up being a sales supervisor for Mikasa, which used to have retail locations that sold, you know, tabletop stuff, you know, your dishes, your flatware for, you know, your silverware glasses, things like that. That turned into like one of the most fun experiences ever because, well, the crew was great. The uh, customer base was interesting because you were looking at a target demographic that were pretty much your middle-aged to older ladies who were buying this stuff because younger folks, they don't set the table anymore, means nothing to them. Uh, on the whole, definitely not now. And that's why there's no more Mikasa retail locations, but it was fun. And it was sad when it all went away because, well, they, they went away with that, but it, it was interesting and, and it made for some, made for some great stories I'll tell one day, but that, that's one of those examples. Oh, that's an example of what I mean when it says you just took a gig and then it turned into a bit of a dream job. I didn't go any further because of course they went away and I didn't care to pursue a career in dish sales, but, um, it was really good. So I'd like to hear your perspective. So leave a comment. Uh, also, that's the thing too: like, comment, share all that social media stuff, because this is where I would like my dream job to be once again, in front of the microphone, talking to you guys, writing stuff up and putting it on the blog, and then also helping people along the way, which at this particular moment in time and something I plan on doing, I only have a total of three clients that I'm focusing on, period. Um, mainly because I, prior to 2020, I would find myself overloaded with too many and being able to keep up and juggle. I was pretty good at that, but it it got a little too taxing and I don't want to do that now. Plus the elements that are being created or that I'm offering to help people with, they're wide. And I will share that with you very soon. If you are, um, looking into content creation and you don't know where to start or where to go with what you're doing, I do have some tips that I think you're going to like, and I'll be posting those up on the blog soon. 
So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, I've only got three. And one of those is actually myself with jimstoybox.com and this podcast. And I'm trying to get myself convinced to get in front of the camera to do some video casting for like YouTube and some of the other platforms. Plus, we... Oh, duh, Jim. Hello. Another thing that's new that uh, is, in pro- is in motion now is the streaming channel that you can find on the Roku, uh, in the Roku channel store. And just look up Jim's Toy Box and voila, it'll be there. Now, there's not much on there right now, but I'm in the process of curating content and things that you won't, that I'll talk about here and I'll talk about on the blog, but won't necessarily post. But I'm looking for um, films, documentaries, things like that, that kind of fall into the, well, the stuff that I talk about that you may never have heard of because, again, it's hard to get press these days. And anything I can do to help filmmakers and storytellers get their stories out, well, I'll do it. And that's one way I can in that. And plus, you get to sit back and enjoy these things from the comfort of your couch on your television. And because it's still a comfortable way to watch stuff, you know. I mean, I dig my phone just as much as anybody else. And the PC's great and tablets and laptops and all that. But I still, that's why I did the streaming channel is because... Some things are just better watched on your couch, on your television. Plus, I figure everybody's buying these ginormous televisions now. Well, they must still want to do that. So I'm working on that, too. Anyway, again, I appreciate you all for tuning in. I want to hear about your dream jobs, your nightmare jobs, your gigs that turned into dreams or turned into nightmares. I don't know. Share your story with me because that's what I like the most, because that's where my dream really is, is helping people tell stories. I hope to continue doing that. And with your help, one particular person with YTNTSports.com, I'm getting the opportunity to do, but he needs some help in putting the whole thing in the in the can. So if you could take a look, YTNTSports.com, uh, look at the link inside of the description on this episode of the podcast, and there'll be links very soon on JimsToyBox.com that'll take you to that. And it doesn't, it, it really, the, I've mowed this thing down to where the production costs are very minimal considering what we're doing and just need that extra little push. And I would appreciate it if you would share with every single body, you know, and I know I'd appreciate it. I'm going to wrap this thing up. I want to give a big shout out to every single one of you for joining me on this podcast. Of course, Alicia and Caitlin, the other parts of the Jack Entertainment Network that help me spell Jack. Otherwise, it'd just be J Entertainment. That's lame. I don't like that at all. Anyway, everybody have a great day. You're going to be a lot more content being pumped out of JimStoyBox.com and probably podcasts to go along with because, by golly, I don't think I can shut up now. So mm, let's have some fun. And we will talk to you very, very, very soon. Pass it, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. 
Yeah. 